0: The feel good start to your day. Cogo and Jules for breakfast. L
1: breakfast.
0: Jules, Christmas cards got a few coming in. What about you?
1: Ah, uh, zero at my place. <laughs> Feeling a little unloved, Cogo. Yeah,
0: but the thing is that we're getting Christmas cards via you know digital form now. Yeah. I, I personally, I think it's not good to get a text and say Merry Christmas. Brian, you've been a good bloke in 2023, all the best. I thought the council would get that, but it's not the same as actually getting a physical card and opening it and someone's written in pen.
1: No one knows how to write anymore, so maybe our well, handwriting is too <laughs> illegible. But you're right. My boyfriend um got told off by his grandma for not sending a Christmas card because she was wondering when the grad kids were going to send something. And last year I put a string of uh, whatever around the door frame and we had about two cards to fill it, so it looked a bit sad.
0: That's the thing. And, and you get those other ones where you can do, well, they call it a GIF. You know more than I do. Is that what you call it? A, it
1: GIF? a GIF? Yeah. yeah the dancing image.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. A GIF. <laughs> I'm trying to sound trendy, Anyway, um, <laughs> so you get them and it's a dancing Santa Claus or whatever, and it's not the bloody same as getting a card. No. With, as you said, you put it on a bit of a bloody string and, yeah. and string it up and people go, look at you, you've got friends. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It's one of those things where, you know, have we lost the compassion when it comes to wishing people a genuine Merry Christmas, Jules? Well, we're
1: still able to buy each other gifts. So, I don't know. Like, And even with giving gifts to one another, you know, when you do KK or sit around with the family around the tree on Christmas Day or Christmas night, like, we're not even reading the card first. We're going straight through the wrapping.
0: That's the next thing I was going to say, is that it's just wrapped. There used to be a little card from Jules to Cogo, Merry Christmas. That's gone. You mm-hmm. know, where's the world coming to?
1: I don't know. God, we sound sad, don't we?
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, by the way. Cogo and Jules for breakfast. Triple M.
1: Kogo, 10.30 at night on a Saturday night. What are you doing? Sleeping. Yeah. Usually I'm a bit of a nana. I'm in bed. But I was – I found myself – Waiting half an hour to check out, uh, I think it was Andrew Wallace Band, he was playing uh, at the Met, but I was on Hargrave Street, yeah. waiting, and for some reason, you know the TV there between, like, Meyer and Officeworks? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know who controls the TV, but it's caught my attention because of the random mishmash of items that they put there. And the changing of them. Can I run through a couple of things that they put up on the telly?
0: Well, I've got a bloody problem with it too, but you go first now. Okay. you brought it up. All
1: right. Well, first of all, 10.30 at night, Santa. It looks like an ad for Origin Energy or something like that. Yep. Santa, does. he's putting a bike underneath the Christmas tree, and then all of a sudden he's doing some mountain biking. <laughs> and then he puts the bike back, cleans it off, put it, puts it under the Christmas tree. It's There's, been used. I think there's no flashing of a brand. I have no idea what the ad's for. At least I think it's an ad. <laughs> then, Kogo, we cut to the 2023 AFL season of Essendon versus Port Adelaide highlights. Wow. Makes no sense. Then we get a couple of quarters of that, the highlights. And then we cut to some special on lakes, creeks. It was like Dave and Attenborough had taken over. And this is with no, <laughs> this is no audio. There was no... Understanding, no connection. I don't understand who is controlling the Hargraves TV.
0: Our nightlife has really got on top of things, hasn't it? We're on it. I tell you, the other thing is the problem with that too, Jules. Besides all that, there's obviously someone up there having a couple of, you know, whites while he's doing the thing. <laughs> there could be someone behind the scenes, who knows, is that they've got to stop using the colours red, orange and green because it's right next to the traffic lights. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're half asleep, you're going, which one do I go through? <laughs>
1: it's trip Triple our Breakfast. Getting a day going and
0: feeling good. Coggo and Jules for Breakfast. Jules, the tradies are screaming in Bendigo and Central Victoria. They are screaming.
1: Why are they screaming? Are they hit themselves with a hammer?
0: Well, I think it's worse than that. I really do, because the tradies I speak to, they've made a special plea to me, and through you, of course, because it's half your show, Jules. Mm. If you don't mind, can I do the honours on behalf of the tradies, please? What do you got to say? For everyone, there's a ringing tradies at this point in time, right? They want to know if there's any danger you could stop saying, could I get that done by Christmas?
1: Oh, of course. Of course. It's a struggle it's to get not, to the end of the year. It's not going to happen, Jules. No. Nah. And tradies are notorious for not getting stuff with their own home projects done. They just want to get stuff done before the family comes over and at the home deck and then their wife is saying, it doesn't look right yet, does it now, Shane?
0: Glad you're saying all this, Jules. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though, and you find that just off the subject with tradies and it might be a mechanic or whatever, they tend to never fix their own stuff, but they fix everybody else's.
1: I know. So that's a bit
0: weird, isn't it, you know?
1: (laughs) There's plenty of other, I'm sure, industries like that, right?
0: Oh, no doubt at all. I mean, you know, I'm sure that the bankers are good when it comes to money and they might sit back and go, oh, I didn't put my own transaction in or whatever. (laughs) But still, it's it's a case of back to the tradies. They everybody. Why is it that everyone wants things by Christmas jewels? Could you explain that to me?
1: Uh because it feels like a rush to the end of the year, and it just makes sense to start afresh in January, go on a very long smoko, and then come back with a fresh <laughs> just mind.
0: Got an extra note from the tradies here uh-huh. saying, "Could everyone? Could everyone? You know, take note that." Everything opens up after Christmas so that ain't closed for three weeks. <laughs> Kogo and Jules for breakfast. Get more after this. Julesy.
1: Cogo. Around this time of year, something incredibly cute tends to happen. Only this time of year, around the festive season, as we wrap up the year. But it's also, I think, something ridiculous. Now, wow. you've got little ones in the family, right?
0: Grandkids. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, hang on, we'll work it out. 10, 8, 5, and 2.5 and going on to 17. Whew,
1: you are busy. Well, I don't know if you experience this and Bendigo and Central Victoria have this at the moment, but I've noticed, particularly with a lot of my friends uh, who are parents themselves, grandparents, a lot of kids finishing up daycare, childcare, kindergarten, whatever you call it, they're graduating with a diploma of kindergarten.
0: Do you know tomorrow night down at White Hills the Gardens of the Future, I have my five-year-old grandson's graduation from kinder. <laughs> You're right, spot on. Yes. And he's got to wear the cap, the cape, the whole lot, and I've got to go. Yes. And he gets a certificate. For yep. what? Pass some bloody kinder. This
1: is my point. My friends sharing all these photos on Facebook, yes, it looks cute, but they kind of look like they're in Harry Potter. Like they're, <laughs> they're, they've got the cape, they've got the fancy little cardboard cap and gown, whatever. It's way too long for them. They're tripping all over their feet. Uh, What are they graduating in, though, exactly? I understand an end of an era, but they can't barely tie their shoelaces at this stage. They're still eating boogers out of their nose. (laughs)
0: I actually think what happens is they get the promise of a McDonald's meal. That's the thing. Oh.
1: They get a little Maccas
0: deal with it. I'm pretty sure they get something anyway to get along there. And guess what? They don't care. The kids that age don't care about any of that. All they care about is that we go to Maccas afterwards. So I think that's the key, Jules.
1: Ah, oh, so the certificate they get, the diploma of kindergarten, at the very bottom it says entitles me to one fifty cent cone. Spot
0: on. Oh, or, there you go. You know, a little big happy meal, and they're like, "You beauty!" No wonder they throw the hat up high. <laughs> Your local breakfast show, Cogo and Jules, for breakfast, Triple M. Look, Jules, I, I know it's a great time, Christmas, I get that, and the holiday period for a lot of people because they have a break, you get to see family again, you get to eat a lot because everything you, that says diet's out the window. Mm-hmm. Jules, there's a lot of people out there that don't actually like Christmas. They don't like the fact that you know Christmas is coming up or the holiday season or a new year because, sadly, someone may have passed away this year or to trigger that someone may have passed around this time. Do you find that uh, happening a fair bit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. A good friend of mine, Cassie, she finds it incredibly tough uh, because her mum passed away around this time of year. People get into a really festive time, especially around workplaces. Mm. You're exchanging gifts and... For her, she's got, you know, a big family gathering around for lunch. She usually goes up north and hangs out with yep. the big family there. And it's clear that there's one person that's missing. So as much as it is wonderful and people can laugh it off and say, Kogo, you know, oh, it's so good to catch up with uncle, blah, yeah. blah. And you can only stand 10 minutes with them. You know, <laughs> no, there's always it's that true. black sheep of the family, right? But <laughs> the thing is... It is those people that you go, I'm still lucky to have them in my life.
0: Yeah, even if they do buy you crappy presents and everything else (laughs) and smell like to the high heaven. But still, you're right. And I mean... you, you, you. It's a trigger thing, just back to what we we're saying, it's a trigger thing to to speak to people because I think you either really get into Christmas or, or you really don't. I don't yeah. think there's anything in the middle. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's really a gulf there. And I think once December 26 comes along, a lot of people are relieved.
1: Mm, absolutely. We can move on. We can not focus on those sorts of things. and. You know, plus Christmas in July. Like, why do we have to do it twice? Come on. Well,
0: that's, that's another story for another bloody day, that is. <laughs> By the way, if you've got a neighbour uh, or someone you know who is on their own, just get around them, you know, knock mm. on the door, uh, give them a little prezi or whatever it is, or just say Merry Christmas, and they'll appreciate that. I think that's all you can really do, Jules. You can't yeah. replace people. We get that, but it's, yeah, do you know what I mean?
1: Or invite them around. Make them your own family. They'd love to feel welcome.
0: Yeah, that's a great call. From round the corner. To your street and neighbourhood. Cogo and Jules for breakfast.
1: Just for a breakfast. Kogo, uh, a friend of mine had a woman in his office as Chris Kringle, KK, Secret Santa, yeah. whatever. Do you, do you like doing Secret
0: Santa? Well, I did it last year because yep. of the fact that, you know, someone said, you've got to do it. And I said, okay, I think that was the boss. <laughs> um, but Yeah, I did it, but it was, it was hard to buy for someone.
1: It is tricky, especially if you don't know the person very well. And I stress this guy... Uh, My friend, Uh, he's buying for a woman and he thought he'd be real stealthy about this and he'd suss Mm. out what she would like. And he told me on the phone last night how he did it. He thinks he's done a brilliant job. She's going to have no idea it was him. I think she knows plain and simple. This is what he did. He went up to her, saw she was wearing some earrings, complimented her on earrings. I've never known the guy to like any earrings. A a Very strange thing. Then he proceeds to ask her where she got them from. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, wonderful store.
0: What you Liked say? Writes
1: it down immediately in his phone. And Ain't then right. he says to me, you beauty, she's never going to know <laughs> that I was her secret Santa. In a week's time, she's going to open up this press and go, oh, so thoughtful. They know me so well. Thank you so much.
0: But why, why would you buy it from the same place? I mean, she's obviously got some already. So it was like, oh, well, just take these ones out and put no. the ones you've given me in. I exactly. That makes
1: a lot of sense. And he said to me, Congo. come to think of it, I actually don't know if I bought her the exact same pair that she's got or a different pair. You
0: don't, you don't know the red nose to be a clown, do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guess we'll find out in a week's time.
0: We will. You would have been better off with a back scratcher. You can't fail with them. <laughs> Cogo and Jules for breakfast. Yet more after this. Today is a day, Jules, where people will try and well, not people, well the young adults, I suppose, put uh, their world together with mm. VCE results. ATAR, a- a- is it? How do you say it? ATAR.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And it just seems like so much pressure when you're going through that. Everything relies on that one number. After 13 years of school, it's insane. But I understand a very exciting time for some. Did you do it? Yeah, yeah, I did.
0: What was your score? Ah, uh,
1: it was pretty high. I was pretty happy with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. We didn't ask that. We just asked what the score was.
1: Ah, ninety-eight point oh five. It was not. It was.
0: It was not. It was not. You weren't a duck's. Du- you call it duck or ducks? Oh, is it?
1: please. There was that many ninety-nine point nine fives. If I was, I didn't even make the write-up in the newsletter or whatever. Cogo, I was salty about that. But no, I was pretty happy. And then I got so, into my course and all
0: that sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. So to be a radio announcer, you had to have <laughs> a tour, ATAR, not autour, oh, ATAR score of what?
1: Uh, zero. Turns yes. out it was irrelevant, and I'm just paying back that debt. Good times.
0: <laughs> Love your hex. My son got it. I don't know what he got, but it was pretty good. But since then, he's done. I think I've counted 1,600 courses in wow. the last four years. They, why is that? You get a score and you go, that's what I want. I want to be a vet, for example, and you go, oh, that's a bit hard. So you move courses. Is that how that works? Or
1: I think you have to put in like your preferences for uni courses. Otherwise, you can't say, oh, I immediately want to change to this course because i got a high enough score. I think you've got to say, hey, this is where uh, I'm thinking after school. And then if it aligns with your marks, then great, go ahead and enroll with that. And then you wait for the uni to accept it.
0: Okay. And look, all due respect, if you did the course, well done. Sorry, the test and the year and years gone, as you said, Um, well done because a lot of people can't get there. I certainly didn't get there. And it's a a real test. And as Jules said before, um, take it easy on yourself because it's a big gig, isn't it? On a serious note
1: absolutely is. Uh, You can do anything that you want after school. I know there's so much focus on it, especially when you're in that bubble of VCE, but don't despair if it wasn't the result that you wanted today or in the days that come, because there's always another way. And look at me, I didn't end up where I thought I would, and I'm loving it.
0: Well, actually, it's funny because uh, when I was in year nine, best three years of my life, uh, they said to me, uh, you can either be, a you know, like a grave digger or a radio announcer. <laughs> <at Amazon's office. laughs> Where's that shovel? Where'd I put it?
1: It's <laughs> trip for now breakfast. Another day is underway.
0: Live from just around the corner, Coggo and Jules for breakfast.
1: Coggo, I think I've found the Grinch of Bendigo.
0: Right. Hmm. What are you looking
1: at me for? No, not you. Not you. Don't worry. But someone on the Bendigo Banter Facebook group. Oh. Yes. And what I thought was just going to be a lovely story, get this, someone uh, wanted to do a shout-out to a worker at Woolies Marketplace. They'd done an awesome job because someone happened to forget a little bit of cash they'd gone through with all their groceries and they didn't have enough money to pay for it. So the Woolies worker was very patient and a good old Samaritan behind them in the queue, instead of huffing and puffing and going, oh, hurry up, Sheila, just get through, they were like, hey, you short a couple of bucks. I'll hand some over to you. And she paid for the groceries. Oh,
0: so that's nice. That's what we want to hear, those stories. We also want to hear your impression of, oh, hurry up. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good, too. But you. Um, okay, that's...
1: Uh, it's a positive story. You yeah, think it's a positive story. no one, Cogo would have an issue with that, right?
0: Well, you wouldn't think so. I wouldn't, would you?
1: Well... Carl, I have to name and shame you. Oh, Carl. Carl says, How hard is it to work out how much money you have before piling stuff into your trolley? Question mark, question mark, question
0: mark. I'm sorry, Carl. Yeah. Pull your head in, Carl.
1: What is your problem?
0: Yeah, you're not a nice person. I mean, no one ever goes into a supermarket and knows exactly what they're going to spend. I have no idea.
1: Apparently, Carl does. Apparently, yeah. he goes by the scent. He types it into his little calculator on his phone, and he figures out everything that he needs. Carl is superhuman. It's never happened to well, him before.
0: Let's go to the dictionary and have a look at a picture. If the word perfect there, it's got Carl under it. That's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Carl. You're getting a lump yeah. of coal.
0: Yeah, get stuff too, Carl. <laughs> Cogo and Jules for breakfast. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.